Hello, guys, gals, and everyone in between. Welcome to Salted Spirit, a podcast about spirituality and psychic shit. I'm your host, Jessica, and today we're going to be talking about what to expect from this podcast, as well as the energies of the universe. So I decided to make this podcast because thanks to an obsession with Steven Universe, an appreciation of and an urge to gain more knowledge on things such as crystals, tarot cards, as well as witchcraft. And most importantly, trying to find balance within myself and the universe. Not entirely, but you know. Now, I do know there is a lot of criticism surrounding this topic, be it religious or cultural differences in beliefs or just outright disregard because of, uh, quote, logic and, quote, science. But if there's one thing to focus on in all of this, it is the usage and recognition of energies. And that is what we are going to be focusing on today. Now, it is scientifically proven that matter emits energy. You know what you are? Matter. You know what you emit? Energy. There you go. Anyway, even if you're cynical to everything else about spirituality and psychic energies or so on, which, no lie, I can be myself and I'm really into this shit. That one fact is certain. Matter emits energy. There is positive and negative energy constantly surrounding and being emitted from us and the things we are surrounded by. And the more aware you are to it, the more susceptible you are to the effects, be it positive or negative. And that is just the thing that you need to be, is aware. Now, taking from personal experience, I consider myself to be a highly sensitive person, a little bit of a psychic, and highly empathic. There is a difference, I feel, between being an empath and having a high capacity for empathy, but we'll get to that later. So in my case, I've always been a person who's kind of aware of certain vibes out there. Ever since I was younger, if I could pick up something on someone, I would pretty much recognize it, if not right away, soon after meeting them. And by that, I mean their vibrations. When people say, oh, I catch a vibe from you, whether you know or not, they mean like the negative and positive energy that they emit. And when I became more aware of the different types of energies and using things to amplify and cleanse the energies I intake and emit, I did notice more immediately, generally just becoming more aware of things, where I already had that intuition within me, I'm able to better navigate and analyze, or at least being able to identify where those energies are coming from in order to cut negative things out of my life and bring more positive things into it. So one example I have is my home life. Without getting into too much detail, just the physical state of my home is very cluttered, very hoarder-ish. And because of the mess and clutter, among other things, that leads to a lot of tension and conflict and just developing negative energies around this. And I didn't realize this myself until I was more aware to the energies I was absorbing, which as I became more aware, I started absorbing a lot more. So for example, I could have had the best day of my life. As soon as I open the front door, the negativity hits you like a glass window pane. Now that's not to say the entire energy and surrounding area of my is constantly or always toxic, but because of the physical state of the house leading to the disgruntled behaviors of the people in the house, it emits those negative vibrations, very heavy, very downbringing. And my bedroom was also part of the problem. And when I clean my room, I just feel so much lighter. The energy is so much clearer and cleaner because with clarity in your space, you gain clarity within yourself as well. Little life hack. None of this probably makes any sense anyway. 
But that's part of the learning journey. And the more aware you are, the more in tuned you are, the better you can navigate these energies and better you can navigate your world and find solutions to problems that you might have had for years. Once I started becoming more in tune with these and being more aware of my surroundings, what was bringing in good and what was bringing in bad, I was able to cut out so many bad things, be it people, be it uh, lifestyles, be it objects, whatever it is. And it is so helpful to pay attention to, but just the same. You got to be careful with what you're letting in because you could also, especially if you're delving into the supernatural, become susceptible to negative energies as well. And to talk a little bit more about sensitivities along the lines of emotions and empathy, I have with us my friend Helena, who is an empath. Thank you for joining us, Helena. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. So in your own words, what would you explain an empath is? I think an empath is somebody that is just very perceptive and very open and can really like pick up on what other people are feeling. People I use loosely as a term, like what other beings are feeling in general. What do you mean by beings? So I would say souls is a better word mm-hmm. because who's to say that you know entities that you see are the only ones that are feeling anything you know there's a lot that you don't see that doesn't mean that you know just because you don't see a soul doesn't mean it's not there Mm -hmm. cool so when did you realize you were an empath um honestly it was i don't think there was a day that i realized that that's what it was i think it was a curiosity that was sparked one night um when i just had this like crazy like out-of-body experience and then that's really what opened my spirituality up and I think I have a really deep path like a, a, a rich past in spirituality my parents are very spiritual so it's something that you know wasn't hard for me to accept however I will say that um because I you don't hear about it a lot right you don't hear about what it means to be an empath a lot I mean I, I'm sure people listening mm-hmm. to this podcast are probably familiar with it <laughs> yeah but um for me and for like the average person it's not something that you hear frequently so i i think i always knew that i was one but i just i didn't know that it like this was a thing like it was something that could exist and you could you know call yourself that and we have empathy like as the word we use in everyday vocabulary um but even then that is not something that is understood to its full capacity very true so for me i think i realized it like and really accepted it for what it was um not too long ago probably like a a little little over a year maybe a year and a half ago so at 19 like late 19 early 20 and I realized that you know just after like a series of events and then I kind of was like okay like this is there's enough data (laughs) to prove that this is true that was a long answer that's fine I need the content (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Um, so being as how, like you said, it's not something that many people are entirely aware of per se. Have you ever encountered another empath or anyone who sort of picks up on those energies or souls as you described? Um, Honestly, I have a lot and it's a lot still not, you know, still not very out there that, you know, it could be, but now that I'm Mm -hmm. like, opened myself up to it a lot of people and I don't ask they kind of just tell me like randomly like I'd never ask for anyone to tell me this and it will be very random in conversation 
but um the last instance i can think of is actually on instagram and it wasn't like you know how there are accounts on instagram that are very spirituality based and so you yes. you accept yeah this was not it was like a random girl and she just dm'd me because i have um you know this but for everyone else that i have yeah. a, a poetry page and so yes. i post a lot of quotes for my poems and just a lot of um my personal thoughts and you know very it's a very healing well what i want it to be i want it to be a very healing page but yeah this girl was dming me and she was just telling me how much she liked the page whatever and then you know i'm asking questions and i was like oh so you know tell me more about yourself and she was like well i struggle a lot because i'm an empath oh yeah it was so <laughs> and she was and then I was, I was like oh wow like you know what i mean like and you know this was very open and she was just telling me about her experience and it's just very similar to mine um so that was wow. nice and then also um somebody at my office um where I work, he he was like, oh yeah, I'm an empath. I mean, turns out he wasn't, but that's okay. <laughs> when it's a he, he always thinks there's something. <laughs> no, he, he he. I think he's definitely. He just hasn't figured it out yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, we're still not crediting him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then there's just a lot of other people, like and especially especially on social media. I will say I, I'm hearing it and seeing it a lot oh, more. Of course, same. Do you ever get any, on the topic of social mm-hmm. media while we're there, just briefly, have you ever been reached out by any actual psychic accounts? Uh, uh, not the type just looking to get your money for a reading, but like anyone who's like reached out to you, be like, oh, I sense this towards you. Never, or I, never, never, never. never. Right. You know, yeah, I don't get psychics um, reaching out to me, really? but I get like random people and again, similar to this girl, except they're not empaths. Like, similar yeah. to this girl, they're just, like, your average, you know, person living their life. And a lot of people, not just on social media, actually, but in, in, in general, like, everywhere I go, they, they tell me that. They're like, oh, there's something about you. Like, I can sense, like, this nature about you that makes them want to confide problems in me and, um, you know, seek comfort. And I get that a lot. So if if anyone's sensing anything from me, I think it's just random, like, people that are in need of healing or comfort. That That's what people sense in me, and it's never a psychic. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting, and you know, it's because it's like, and people that don't necessarily follow up with spirituality or yeah. or psychics or mediums or empaths or anything, like, they're, and they don't, you know, yes, they're sensing it, and that's why they talk to me and they say it to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think they're even, like, consciously realizing, they're not consciously realizing that they have a longing. But I do like that. Like, I, I like that a lot. Oh, that's good. Um, so, <laughs> bet you like that. Um, <laughs> so, the main topic for this podcast, um, for this episode of this podcast, is basically discussing the awareness mm-hmm. and absorption of positive and negative energies. Seeing as how you get people who can definitely pick up something mm-hmm. positive or healing from you, how much does, like, that take out of you, whether it's a stranger or someone you know, like, how much does that, like, does that also become intimidating that people, like, seem to come for you, to you for healing and don't even realize it? Um, I don't think it's intimidating, mm-hmm. but it is, it can be very draining, mm-hmm. um, I take my 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 me time very seriously. Um, and <laughs> I not, know that much. <laughs> and it's not because I'm 
a loner because I'm definitely not like I'm, I'm very much a people person but yeah. because I'm exuding all of this energy all the time and the thing that people don't realize it's not just yeah you talk a lot and you mm-hmm. get tired because sometimes it's not talking it's the thing people don't realize about energy you don't have to be speaking for it to be uh transcribed or exactly or um shared or you know literally just being in the same room as somebody that's a transaction yeah people don't realize that's it you know being in the same room that's a transaction with, of energy mm-hmm. um and so i i really have to like have my alone time because i get so exhausted and there are certain people and you know this that like i just mm-hmm. can't <laughs> be around them like i cannot be around them because it drains me yeah you know and one thing that's i guess can suck like i wouldn't really call it a negative but you know for some people they would think this sucks um about being an empath is that you are always um emotionally vulnerable the way i look at it is like kind of being like a vessel yeah um and then or actually a cup you know it's like a cup and then the cup will be poured out when it needs to be and it'll always be filled you know it's never gonna be empty but There's going to be times when it's close to empty, you know, and it's going to yeah. happen a lot. And then those times suck because you're just mentally, emotionally exhausted. You know, I've had to learn to really make time for myself and say no. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always mean, like, physically, like, verbally saying no. Like, sometimes saying no means turning off your phone or um, meditating or, like, sleeping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what no yeah. means sometimes. Just preserving your energy for yourself that being said i don't like to do that often i mean i I do it but um i do like enjoy sharing my my energy and like any type of healing or comfort that i can yeah um so it's just a matter of sensing you know when is it time to like step back and you will always know when it's that time like in a split second you will know um Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think it's intimidating. It's necessary to have boundaries, and it's really important. It's really healthy. Right. Now, as you said, you've you've um you're fairly new to the realization of this, but mm-hmm. you did have the more spirit like you did have roots in spirituality before fully actualizing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have more of a control on it now than before? Like outside of like in a sense, are you able to like turn it off, or is it just uncontrollably coming in at all times? Hmm. <laughs> well, to answer the first part of your question, every day is obviously uh, it's a different learning experience. Of course. Um, and so I'm getting a lot. I'm I'm definitely a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's no real way to turn it off, and if there is one, I just haven't found it yet. Mm-hmm. But I doubt that there is. Um, and that's okay. And yeah. like I was saying before, that's where like all the boundaries come in, and um. What was the second part? Let, let me rephrase the second part. So, like, is it something that you can, like, not so much turn off, but, like, do you have a better grip on it? Like, is it easier for you to control, like, what you're intaking versus what you're um, emitting? It's definitely easier to control what I'm, like, exuding. Yeah. But I, I, I will say, like, I can handle it better in the sense that, like, I'm reading a lot more. I'm doing a lot more research, you know, educating myself, which is the number one mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. To take care of myself and just grounding myself more um i yeah, yeah i come from a spiritual past but like everyone's spiritual journey is different um no matter what so yes. just 
just finding um, routines that work for me, and I've realized that I'm not a routine person, um, <laughs> which is okay. Like, it's okay to, like, be like, today I need more of this. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So, like, I think yeah. that's okay. And um, I think that's helping me. Like, what was holding me back for a really long time is that I was expecting every morning or every night to be the same. That's just, the world is, the universe is never the same. <laughs> and why would I think that, like, me, as somebody that's very in tune with the universe, like, I was thinking that I was trying to, like, train myself to be artificial in a sense but i think that the earlier like the sooner i realized you know my internal nature the easier it was for me and so i'm now having a better experience but i will say um it is random so i haven't yet found a way to control how much is coming at me all right so one last question for you Mm -hmm. for people either just realizing that they have on some level a deeper empathy Mm -hmm. because like maybe people don't want to like be labeled as an empath but they definitely have some sort of higher sense or intuition sure yep what advice do you have for them whether they're open to it or not like Mm. like like one and the other so one unpopular opinion that i'm going to share i think that everyone is psychic hey so (laughs) I I think, especially in Western society, we have this umbrella term psychic, and we kind of, it's like a category. Yeah. And so we just put psychics in a corner, and we're like those fortune tellers, those, Mm. you know, those hippies, like, whereas in Eastern society, Hinduism, especially um, Buddhism, we call it consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm going to speak in terms of Hinduism, because obviously I'm Hindu, and how I interpret it but you know of course other people have different interpretations but it all means the same thing essentially um yeah we're all from the same source right mm-hmm. and you can call it the source you can call it god you can call it whatever we're made of the same essence of the universe mm-hmm. the goal of life is to return you know to that yeah yeah so, no and like for us um in hinduism we believe in reincarnation so it's like however many lifetimes it takes for you to reach mukti I think with every lifetime, um, it's like a layer of, um, in Hinduism we call it maya, or illusion. Um, mm-hmm. But in every lifetime, you, if you live a good life, of course, you, you strip away a piece of that layer. You know, it's kind of like if you have a mold, and you, you know, you're trying to crack at the mold to, to release it, to release right. the, the, the being inside, you know. So every, mm-hmm. every like, lifetime, you crack a little bit at the mold, you know, every time you have a spiritual awakening, you crack a bit at the mold, and it, and it falls off, but then the inside is the essence of the soul, mm-hmm. you know, the essence of the universe, and I think that the goal of life, the, the, the reason we have spirituality is to uncover that, unpack that, and mm-hmm. then realize, you know, know, that bit of the universe that's inside of you. So I think that though not everyone is an empath or anything like that or but everyone has that one thing you could call it if you call it consciousness instead of you know being a psychic or being whatever label yeah um you would realize that we all have it and i firmly Mm -hmm. believe that we all have it and it's just a matter of being awakened and so when you realize that the goal of life no matter what your religion is, if you're agnostic or atheist, the goal of life is to return to the source. Once you realize that, it's easier to accept. Because how 
could it be? You know, we already know that we're made up of the same stuff the universe is made up of. This is already scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. Google it, because I'm not going to explain it all. Energy. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're all the same. We're yeah. all made up of the same stuff. Yeah. How could it be possible? Like, why do we think that humans sh- would be so limited? Yeah. Um, and it's pretty powerful when you really think about it. So why, you know, wouldn't you want to believe that humans have capabilities? Why, you know... It makes sense to be in tune with the universe since that is where you originate from. And when you, the sooner you can accept this, and it, it's a lot, I'm saying it in very like simple terms, but it's a lot to unpack and it's a lot of learning yeah. um, to get to that point. But the sooner you realize it, the easier it will be to accept. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that was beautifully said. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Now back to regularly scheduled programming. So another thing you can come to expect from this podcast, towards the end, we will be having more informative segments of tools that you can use to help amplify your energies and and gain your knowledge on psychic energies, paranormal energies, witchcraft, whatever the topic would pertain to. So our next segment will be our crystal of the day. And today's crystal is one of my personal favorites and perfect to go along with our topic, which is black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is typically a black stone and is commonly confused for black obsidian as they are both typically an opaque black color. But what is the key difference between the two visually? Black tourmaline tends to have more white or grayish specks throughout, whereas obsidian is entirely black. Take a shot for every time I said black. Now, this crystal is one of the ultimate protector crystals. This is great at protecting against negative energy as well as psychic blocks. So whether someone is trying to project the negative energy onto you or or you're just absorbing that which they give off, even if it's not intentional, this is great at helping to cleanse that energy because what the black tourmaline does, it absorbs the negative energy and it cleanses it and releases it back out to a lighter vibration, making it more positive. Like I said, when you're getting rid of things or you're cleansing, you're making it lighter, you're making it more positive. This is also a great stone for keeping you grounded, helping you find balance and harmony within yourself because this stone also protects all of the chakras, which we will talk about more in depth in a later episode. Because of the cleansing and protective powers of the stone, it tends to have a very calming effect, and I can speak from experience. I use the stone at a very stressful time in my life with the simple knowledge that it was supposed to bring you generally good fortune, not really knowing the deeper meaning behind the energies and the cleansings of them. And I can tell you firsthand, when using these stones and utilizing, meditating with these stones, just wearing them in my day-to-day, I felt very calm within myself. I felt very sure of myself. It was a great feeling. Unfortunately, I went and lost that, and then some bad things happened after that. But we're not going to talk about that now. Positive, positive, positive. So if you're a person who typically deals with anxiety and OCD, I myself deal with anxiety, this is a great stone to help calm and protect you from any negative influence. And another great thing about black tourmaline, it can shield you from environmental pollutants again, repelling the negative toxins in the air, cleansing. Do I need to say it any further? Now, like many things nowadays, this can be found in a regular stone or a piece of jewelry. If you do wear it, if possible, make sure to wear it on the left side of your body because the energies will be entering the left side through your aura, which again, we will dive more into the topic of auras in a later episode. Being that this is a stone that protects all of the chakras, it works well with other stones that focus on specific chakras, such as black obsidian, Dalmatian jasper, and smoky quartz. Again, we'll dive more into those as we get further along into this podcast. 
And as I said, this is one of my personal favorites. I do highly recommend using this stone, especially if you're beginning the journey of your spiritual and vibrational surroundings. Now moving on to our next segment is the tarot of the day. For this segment, we'll be drawing tarot cards at random with the help of Google search because I'll be honest, I've only little knowledge myself of the um, actual tarot deck, but I watch a lot of pick a cards on YouTube, which I do also highly recommend. For this segment, you will just be getting the base meaning of the card in its upright and reverse position, helping you to better understand it if you see it in your readings, whether you're doing it yourself or you're having it done for you. So today's tarot of the day is the Fool, and this is a great one regarding to this topic because the Fool is all about new beginnings. The Fool is about having faith in the future, being inexperienced and not knowing what to expect, which as many of you and myself to a degree are. The Fool and Upright also represents, the Fool card Upright also represents beginner's luck, improvisation, and believing in the universe. However, the Fool card in reverse, while is also an indication of living in the moment and following the practices of the card in the upright position, this is also seen as a warning sign that in your living in the moment you could be acting recklessly towards yourself or others and in that process losing faith within yourself or the universe or your general energies and this goes for all cards in the traditional tarot or otherwise if a card is pulled in reverse it does not necessarily mean something negative is eminent especially when combined with other cards in the reading it just adds to the message with the meaning behind it and that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this, and I will leave you with these affirmations. You can either say them aloud right now with me, say them to yourself, or write them down and use them for later. I am thankful to the universe and the divine powers that be for all that I have and will receive from them. I am thankful for the positive energies they send my way and absorbing the negative ones protecting me in my journey of learning and self-awareness and becoming in balance with myself and my place in this universe. I commit to being a beacon of positivity for myself and others. Any negative energy I absorb, I will cleanse for I am now aware. Yeah, I kind of took the fool upright right there and just went right in with my improvisation, but yeah. If you'd like to support this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share and maybe leave a review on iTunes if you have the time. I, I Yeah, yeah, you should go do that. And until next time, I hope you have an amazing day and stay positive.